Yoma Perek Vav Mishnah Vav Mehayaose. What did he do when he reached the cliff with the goat? Holek Lashon Shel Zehorit. He took the red string that was already attached to the goat, and he split it in half. Hesio Kashar Basela Vehesio Kashar Bin Shete Karnav. Half he tied to the stone next to him, and half he tied back to the horns of the goat. A few questions that need to be clarified. Why couldn't he just leave it by the horns of the goat and just cut off and take off half? Uh, also, why is he allowed to tie it back to the goat? Isn't that a kesher shel kayama? He's never going to undo it. He's going to kill the goat. And why is he allowed to split the red string in half? Isn't that hituch? Bartinura deals with another issue. Why do we need half of the string on the rock and half of the string on the goat? And he says... If the entire string was on the rock, the minute you finish doing the avodah of the string, so let's say the minute he finished tying the string to the rock, so now its avodah is done. If B'nai Yisrael are on, are on good terms, then it will turn right, white right away, before he even throws the goat off the cliff. And now he might be so happy of, of, for that good sign that he might not even get around to throwing the goat off the cliff. But if he only ties half of the string to the rock, so then the avodah of the string is not complete. So it's not going to turn white yet, because he still has to tie the other half to the goat. Now, when he goes back and he ties the other half back to the goat, yes, it might turn white right away, because now he finished the avodah of the string completely. But he just finished tying it to the goat, so he's involved with the goat. So even though he's happy, he's still going to finish the avodah of the goat and he'll, he'll remember to throw it off the cliff. Actually, this really answers why one of the questions that we had, how come he doesn't just leave half of it on the goat from the beginning? And that's because when he would tie the other half to the rock, it would turn white, the same hashash that we said. Now, Bartanura says, why don't we tie the entire string between the horns of the goat and forget about the rock? And to that he answers, when the goat's falling down the cliff, it might fall in such a position where the head is blocked by the body. And we can't see that it turned white. And then we'll be said that we missed out on that siman. The Mishnah continues, It didn't even reach half the height of the mountain, and already it was split up and its limbs were torn apart. The rabbis are not going to make him hang out there by the cliff for the remainder of the day of Kippur. Because then, when it gets dark, he's going to be scared to walk through the desert to get back home. So they allowed him on Kippur itself to walk 4,000 amot back to the last hut and stay there till Kippur is over and then go home. The Mishnah concludes with one final halakha. We know that this man who brought the goat, he gets tameh to the point that even the clothing or the kelim that he touches also becomes tameh. When does that tum'ah hit him? Tanakama says that it hits him the minute he exits Yerushalayim on his way to the cliff. Because the Pasuk says, means once he's on his way, once he exited Yerushalayim. Rabbi Shimon disagrees. He says, from when it's pushed off the cliff. Because he learns, means from when you push it off the cliff. Halakha is like Tanakama.